Welcome to Intuitive Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Ackerman, the Intuitive RD. I'm a non-diet registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach. My mission is to help women recover from diet culture and heal their relationship to food and body. Follow along as I speak with leading professionals in the field and explore concepts of intuitive eating, health at every size, and body liberation. Hey guys, welcome to episode 101 of Intuitive Bites Podcast. Today we're talking about set point weight theory and basically three things I think you should know about it. If you have heard of set point weight theory, you probably have questions, you're wondering about it. If you haven't, you might be intrigued. Um, So definitely stick around as we dive into this topic today. Uh, Before I go there, just wanted to let you guys know that I do have a free piece with food training available. It's a video training, about 45 minutes, where I really dive into what you can do to get started with intuitive eating, what you can do to get to that more peaceful place uh, with food and your body. Um, So it has really actionable things to work on right in that 45 minute training. Just go over to the link in my bio on Instagram, which is at the intuitive underscore RD, and it'll say free piece with food training. The great thing about getting on that as well is that you're also going to get on my email list when you get the free piece with food training. And that's where I'm going to share a lot of details about like how you can work with me, what offers I have coming up. I usually have opportunities to get kind of like pre-enrollment, you know, discounts and deals. So if you're on my email list, you're going to be the first to learn about those. All right, guys. Well, with that said, let's go ahead and talk a little bit more now about set point weight theory. So the first thing that I think you should know about set set point weight theory, uh, well, before we get into that, I guess let me just like start at the baseline. What is set point weight theory? Basically, it is this idea that your body has a weight range that it wants to protect. And if we, um, yeah, if we get outside of that, it's going to kind of try to compensate in some way and get you back to your range. So this is why if you've been on and off diets all the time, you know, you go on the diet, you maybe lose some weight, and then you find yourself falling off track and going back to kind of old patterns and habits and essentially leading to the weight regain, right? And often you gain more weight than you lost in the first place. So yo-yo dieting results in weight gain in the long run. Um, But the reason this happens is because your body wants to keep Keep you in its weight set point range. And when you are intentionally or unintentionally um, getting below that set point, it's going to fight to bring you back. So of course, the narrative in our culture is like, oh, you just like didn't stick to the diet and you didn't have enough willpower and you just have to find the right diet that you can actually stick to. But in reality, what's going on is when you are trying to you know, get below that weight set point range, you are fighting biology and eventually biology is going to win, right? It's going to convince you that that ice cream um, at the store (laughs) down the road is highly appealing and it's worth you getting in the car to go get it, right? There is this biology going on behind the scenes that we aren't giving credit to when we're just saying, oh, I didn't have the willpower. Oh, I fell off track. Oh, XYZ life event, you know, sent me off, off course and I just have to get back to the diet. Um, So that is essentially what weight set point theory is. So the first thing I want you to know is basically that your body, again, has a weight range it wants to protect. This is like a thermostat, right? And it's also kind of like the way that your body also 
tries to protect your temperature, right? Essentially, it's homeostasis. If you are getting too hot, your body sends out signals and says, oh my gosh, we're getting too hot, we're getting too warm, we need to cool down, cue, you know, the sweat to start falling. Um, and then if you are getting too cold, your body sends out the alarm bells and says, oh my gosh, we're getting too cold, this is dangerous, and that's when you get the chills, right? Um, and it, that's all in an effort to get you back to homeostasis when it comes to temperature. Your body does the same thing with your weight. If you get below your weight range, your set point weight range, it's going to make you think about food more. It's going to make highly palatable, high calorie type foods really, really exciting and really tempting. It's going to reduce your willpower to stay on the diet. It's also going to do things like slow down your metabolism so that you can be eating in a quote-unquote calorie deficit, but you're not actually in a deficit because your body is burning less calories every day trying to protect you and trying to make sure you don't lose more weight, right? And it's gonna decrease your satiety cues so you're not as full and satisfied from the amount of food that typically would satisfy you. And of course, it's gonna increase hunger hormones as well and just make you like hungry all the freaking time. Right, so all of the, these things are being cued in the same way that you get the chills when your, your body gets too cold in an effort to get you back to temperature. This is an effort to get you back to the weight range. Um, and it does this in multiple ways, but a main, one of the main ways that your body knows that you're out of your weight range is if it detects that your fat cells, there's like less fat in your fat cells. Okay, so it realizes and recognizes that this is going on and it freaks out and sets off the cascade of events that convinces you to eat. Um, okay, so thing number two to know about set point weight theory is that, let me look at my notes, <laughs> um, going out of set point feels dangerous, right? So when you drop below your set point range, it feels like a threat, it feels dangerous to your body and that is why it tries to fight to get you to, to regain weight. And this is really especially in the downward direction, right? So your body does protect against weight gain as well to some degree, but it's a lot more lenient on that end because it's not, it doesn't feel like a super big threat to survival to be having an excess of calories and energy coming in, but it does feel like a threat to survival to not have the energy coming in, right? So although it does protect our weight range on both ends, and if you, you know, eat excessively one day, your body's gonna compensate for that and it's gonna increase your metabolism and it's gonna make food seem less appealing to you for a little bit of time, right? It's gonna do these protective things to protect your weight range, but it's not gonna protect it quite the same way that it does with that intensity and urgency with the weight loss. Okay, and then thing number three to know about the weight set point theory. So it can, your, your weight set point range, first of all, it's a range, right? It's not one set point weight, it is a range, probably in the range of like, you know, 10 to 15 pounds in either direction is kind of like the range your body wants to be hanging out in. Um, but, this can be affected by a lot of things. So certainly you're born with some degree of a roadmap for what your weight range is going to be. This is why many times you can look at one side of your family, really basically in every case, you can look at one side of your family and say, oh yeah, like I have that body type, right? Like I have that 
written in my DNA that like that's kind of where I'm going to go. Now, does that mean that there are no exceptions to that and you can't go, yeah, like other things can't affect it? No, but in general, that's going to be kind of your blueprint. Um, and then things that can affect your weight set point range, certainly certain medications, right? So um, there are folks that have medications that reduce their appetite and, you know, usually what happens if you go is if you go off those, then, you know, you're body's going to compensate and try to get back to um, where it wants to be. Um, trauma, right? The experience of trauma can sometimes play out in a complicated relationship to food in your body for multiple reasons. And if that's the case, then, you know, it can lead to, yeah, it, it can affect your weight set point range. Um, certainly yo-yo dieting, like any, any fad diets, any intentional weight loss pursuit, especially if it's a lot, you know, you're kind of on and off it a lot over the course of years. Um, that's certainly going to impact your weight set point range because again, every time you go on a diet, every time you intentionally lose weight, two out of three people are going to gain more weight back than they ever had. And then your body's weight, weight set point is going to increase, right. To kind of adjust and accommodate for that and um, protect you against future famine. If your body is getting the, the message that famines are very regular in your world or AKA dieting, um, then it's going to want to continue to protect you against that with each consecutive time. It also, your body also gets better at protecting you against staying on the diet with each consecutive diet. That's usually why people find that, you know, the first diet was really easy, the weight fell off, you were able to stick to it, and then, you know, the 20th diet you can't even stick to for three hours, you know. So um, that's definitely a common experience because your body gets better at convincing you to eat, better at convincing you that this is not worth it. Um, so what can we do with this information? Um, you know, I think the first thing to recognize with this information is that trying to fight your body is kind of futile. It's not going to help. It's going to result in probably the opposite of what you're looking for. Um, so like stop trying to fight where your body is trying to go. Um, of course I say this and I realize that that's easier for some people than others, right? If your body, um, is, at a size that is not oppressed in our culture, um, it's going to be a lot easier to make peace with your size and let go of fighting it versus, you know, the alternative. If you, um, every time you go to the doctor, you're scolded, um, and it's a really traumatizing experience because of your size and you're told to lose weight and all of this, like it's, I mean, it's going to be a totally different experience, um, to give up that pursuit of weight loss. So I do want to recognize that and, um, recognize you know, that I don't have that personal lived experience. So I can speak to it and speak to how my, what my clients have shared with me, but, um, I have, you know, limited understanding of that. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, certainly one big thing with this information is like, all right, we need to recognize that this is not gonna, this is not going to go well, you know, in the same way that if we tried to, just not shiver when our body is desperately wanting to shiver, um, that's not going to go very well either, right? Or try to just like not sweat. I mean, it sounds ridiculous, right? We don't have control over that. And that's exactly the same with this weight set point theory. And then what else can we do to, with this information? Well, we can learn to care for our bodies without dieting, without trying to change our size. 
one of the biggest problems with that, that I find with clients when it comes to like giving up this pursuit of weight loss is that they believe that that's the way that they're going to care for themselves. And maybe that feels like a value to you, or maybe you're experiencing a lot of discomfort in your body every single day, whether that's mental, physical, or both. And it's like alarm bells are going off all day, every day to do something about that discomfort. And the only thing that you've ever learned to do is to go on a diet, right? So it can feel really hard to give that up if you don't have any other way of coping and you don't figure out other ways of meeting that need, other ways of learning to take care of yourself, right? Because clearly this process, like fighting your body, is not actually taking care of yourself, but that's what we've been conditioned to believe. Um, so in those moments of desperation, we're going to turn to that. That's what we've learned. Um, so, you know, getting the support of somebody who can really take you from feeling this out of controlness in your body and feeling like totally lost when it comes to taking care of yourself to a place where you feel confident in caring for yourself in a way that does not focus on weight loss and does not focus on trying to change the size of your body. Um, and it, it does help to have that support because it can feel like you're totally, you know, out there in the ocean, you know, floundering or floundering around out there um, if you just don't know what exactly that looks like. So as we wrap up here today, just a final invitation to go over and get that free piece with food video training. That's going to be the perfect place to start to really get some actionable steps to implement. So start connecting to things like hunger and fullness to start addressing overeating behaviors, binge eating behaviors, just this chaos around food that is so common at the beginning of the intuitive eating journey. Or maybe you feel like totally stuck in it. You're like, I've been trying to do this and I'm just like not getting to the other side of this chaos chaotic behavior. So that training is really going to give you the information you need to hopefully start getting past that feeling of stu stuckness. And then from there, you'll get on my email list and really be able to get that one-on-one -on -one, um, advice from me every week, as well as, again, opportunities to connect with me and work with me um, on a deeper level. Also, feel free to DM me anytime on Instagram. If you listen to this episode and you're you know, kind of having additional questions come up for you, or just you want to share kind of what resonated with you. I love chatting with folks over on Instagram. So again, my handle is at the intuitive underscore RD. I would love to chat with you. Feel free to reach out. Um, yeah, and that's all I have for you guys today. So make sure that you are subscribed and getting these episodes every week. Uh, and I will talk to you all soon.